a movie, a plane crash occurred carrying the University of Michigan basketball team on their way to the Big Ten tournament in Washington, D.C. I really feel blessed right now that, that everyone got off. It's, it's only an airplane. It's, not a, it's only an airplane that was destroyed. No lives were destroyed in that. What if I told you that because of a plane crash, a team took flight? down the nets could heal all wounds, that an eight seed could become champions. From a plane crash to Big Ten champions, we present Michigan basketball, the plane crash boys. That's right. The 30 for 30. It is out there. Michigan basketball. At Andrew Serma. At Andrew Serma, our former sports editor, who oh. told us that Michigan basketball would never get a 30 for 30. We want to thank we want to thank the Twitter world really for making that for us because yes. we could not have thought of a better a better transition into the show for a better sure. intro. For Can't sure. believe so, Twitter uh, is still that actually free. turns into one man. That is going to be great. Yes, <laughs> that's yes. a story that still needs to be written. There's more to do. I got yeah. goosebumps based off that. What do you guys think? I, I mean, know, just man. the music, yeah, the guy's crazy. voice. It, it was I great. Mean, it was good stuff. What a story! Michigan tonight <laughs> against Oregon for, uh, for a spot in the Elite Eight. Guys, what are we thinking so far? Michigan with the impressive win over Oklahoma State. Then the very the big uh, huge upset over Louisville, which nobody really expected. One game away from the Elite Eight. They're that close. Um, I mean, really, nothing less you can say about it. They've uh, they've just been able to keep running through this tournament and keep proving people wrong. I think Louisville for me was definitely the biggest challenge in that side of the bracket for them, based off where they're at right now. Now Kansas will be a bigger challenge if they do reach it. Have to play them again. I think I think everybody's really hoping for the Purdue rematch because I mean. Who wouldn't want to see Spike Albrecht against Michigan in the Elite Eight? That's just that's <laughs> oh, yeah. just like oh, yeah. that's just like trademark. That'd be great. <laughs> but um, no, uh, definitely the way they're playing right now, unreal. And I mean, I think the most impressive thing was in the last game against Louisville, when Michigan has had to lean on Derek Walton this entire time. They knew they were going to throw their bigs in this game in a game against length, and they get it out of them. I mean, it it just it just happens. And I mean, Wagner putting up twenty six mm-hmm. points. Uh, Wilson had about I think it was around fourteen. I might be wrong on that number. Exactly. Seventeen. So, yeah, seventeen. Like that. So, Bunch of big blocks. Yeah, he. I mean, the big guys play good for Michigan, and that that got them through. And now now they are where they are. Yeah, I think that's going to be the story again when they play Oregon because Oregon doesn't have many big guys after the the one. What was his Chris name? Chris Boucher. Yeah, after he after he got injured, I mean, uh, Michigan definitely has the size advantage in this matchup. So um, that's gonna, probably going to be the story of the game is rebounding, of course, since they got the size, and then. Um, are those two big guys, DJ Wilson and Mo Wagner, going to be able to keep playing like they have been this whole run? Which I'm sure they will. I mean, they've been just unbelievable this whole time, along with you know everybody else on the team. But yeah, they they've just, really been standing out, especially Mo Wagner. I mean, just all of those guys. You know, I think just it's time high right now. I think it's time to just forget the fact that they're just a seven seed. They're just an eight seed. I think Michigan's just a oh, good yeah. team. I think it's Michigan's just a, a good team that point, came yeah. on late in the season. Yeah. And the, the, obviously they earned their seating in the big in the Big Ten tournament, but they just right. they weren't seated high enough in the NCAA tournament, and that's right. I mean showing right now. And at the, at the end of the day, the seating is just a number. It has nothing yeah, to do with exactly. the way you're playing now, right. how you match up compared to another team. Mm-hmm. Just because Michigan's a seven and they're a three doesn't mean that what they're four teams better than them or yeah, something. That's exactly. ridiculous. Yeah, Michigan like just beat that. the two. It's all about matchups, and they actually didn't match up that well with um, Louisville's length, their ability to guard the three. Oregon's defense has been weak. I mean, they almost lost to Rhode Island. Yeah. If Rhode Island didn't mm-hmm. collapse in that game, yep. you're, you're facing Rhode Island yeah, right I mean, now. They're you're up by eight. I remember really late in that game. Up by eight, and then Oregon started hitting a bunch of threes, which is what they do. 
Um, yep. But yeah, after Boucher went down, a big stat, their blocks per game went down from like six and a half to like yeah. two and a half per wow. game. Yeah. That is a huge stat. <laughs> Michigan's been getting killed on the boards. This is the first time they really have the the, the advantage down low. With the way Wagner and Wilson are playing, like you said, Dylan, they should eat those guys alive tonight. I'm expecting Michigan to pull it out. And there's no way Derek Walton's going to play that poorly two straight No, and that's, and that's exactly and what I was going to Two for 12 in the game. He, he went three no for 13 way. total because yeah, he, he made the last layup that was a huge shot. That, that yeah, layup he, that he, he made. He came alive late game. when he had to. He makes the yeah, big shots. He yeah. still does that. The step back shot and then the one where he drove the lane and hit the layup. He right. still, still made his shots when he had to. And that's that, a, that's the difference between like guys that can just put up points and guys that are like winners, you know, yeah, like exactly. ball players. You know, you make the important shots. Okay, you miss a few throughout the game, but you won the game, which is a more important thing. Exactly. I was about to say name there, but I'm not going to do it i think you guys hey. know what i'm talking about oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh, but yeah. That, I, yeah and that's just i mean seriously that's that's where he is right now he's a completely different player and if i had to pick one player on the team that i think is going to bounce back and have the big night for michigan when people don't expect it as much i think it is Derek walton because everybody's talking about wilson wagner the height and size disadvantage of the Oregon. that's like mm-hmm. the biggest thing right now and if dylan brooks is going to be able to still put up the amount of points with one of those guys on him so it's not gonna be wagner um, what I've gotten out of reports so far is that their plan is whenever they have two bigs in the floor, so if it's Danell and Wilson or Wagner and Wilson, they're going to have Wilson on Brooks. If it's like if it's Duncan yeah. Robinson at the four, they're going to put Irvin on Brooks. So that's that's like you do not want Duncan Robinson guarding him. Duncan Robinson, oh yeah, can't exactly. Fly. <laughs> and I, I, I like think that. Irvin's defense has been really good. And, and, and that's, Wilson can guard anybody with his length. That's where yeah. if I'm John Beeline, I'd I'd say to Irvin, you know, if I'm talking to him in the huddle, I'd say, you know what, everybody's going to have to win this game on offense. Everybody's going to play their game on offense, but I want you on him on defense. I want mm-hmm. you to shut down Dylan Brooks, and that's how you as a senior make the play. Because I think Irvin would take that challenge and run mm-hmm. with it. But, I mean, the Wilson strategy is not bad either. We'll see what ends up working out better, but... Um, and you know, Dylan Brooks isn't their only guy. We have a young man by the name of Tyler Dorsey who's really yeah, come oh, yeah. them lately. Mm-hmm. He's uh, probably been better, actually, than Brooks has, so far in the, tournament. In, in, in the tournament. He was like 9-for-11 sure, yes. shooting against Rhode Island. Really carried him in that game when Brooks, <laughs> when Brooks wasn't doing much. Yeah. Tyler Dorsey's going to be a problem, too, and they can't let him go off either. No. Yeah, they gotta they gotta watch out. I mean, Dylan Brooks, you know, he is deadly. He might, you know, who knows if he's gonna go, you know, into the draft or anything. He's he's got good talent, but like I said, like you just said, he's not the only one that they gotta look out for. The Oregon's always good at hitting late shots, as you saw last round. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see what happens. They just have unique style. They're fast, just like their football team. They can put up a ton of points, just like just like Michigan basketball. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a three-point shootout for quite some time. That's yep. why Michigan has to win the game down low, because if you can win down low, that'll open up for your three-point shooters, and you can really uh, manhandle Oregon, I think. I think they could blow them out, potentially, that, that, and if I, they play to their potential. I honestly do agree with that, because Oregon's such a small, like a shorter team compared to where Michigan's at right now. But yeah. Michigan's threes do need to be clicking in the night, you know, because – that's the thing, like, and it's been that way for a while now. Like, they just, you just, it's like, you keep getting, I have those memories, at least in the back of my head, you know, where this team would go, I don't know, three for 20-something from three-point range, and you're just like, well, they can't score more than 40 points in a game. That hasn't happened in a long time now. So as long as Michigan can keep up with that pace and at least, you know, make around 30-some, you know, 35, 40% of the threes, they're not, I don't think they're going to have a problem with Oregon tonight. I don't think it's going to be a game. It's, it's if Michigan beats itself by not being able to shoot, that they're going to be it's and you cannot allow closer. any offensive rebounds that's how yeah. they nearly lost to Louisville mm-hmm. oh Louisville my gosh had, what, 15 yeah. of them for yeah, like 30, they were the last for like 30 second the chance points right. they, they got a box out yeah or Oklahoma State they didn't really have that many bigs so you yeah. really should have won that one exactly. so who's to say maybe they'll do the same thing tonight and just not be in position Beeline had to have worked those guys in practice and that this week. Mm-hmm. Cause it's really it's all technique. It's not just the size. It's they're not getting, they're not putting themselves in the right positions. Right. Yeah, you got to box sure. out. Even if you have to face guard to take a guy out, 
and have your guards come up and get the rebounds, you have to win the rebounding game tonight. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You, you can't rely on your offense completely, even if it is a shootout. You're still going to have to make big defensive plays, have to get rebounds on the boards, because giving them second-chance points is what's going to keep them in a game. And Rhode Speaking Island couldn't Oregon. do that late. Oregon got a bunch of second-chance opportunities yeah. and killed them with yeah. dagger threes exactly. lately. Mm-hmm. That exactly. Late that you, that's how, that's how teams that catch happen. fire. That's yeah. how teams get on runs, is yep. you allow second-chance opportunities, and Michigan yep. just can't do that. <laughs> and, I mean, that's what that's what Michigan was facing when they went in the locker room, you know, down losing Louisville. They were down by eight. And I love how John Beeline, when he got interviewed by that uh, sideline reporter, <laughs> immediately just said, oh, we can do the same thing. When she yeah. said, like, you know, what, he's like, so we'll be fine. We'll be back. You know, they just seem so much more calm and, like, collected right now than this team has ever seen. It's just it's what is <laughs> keeping them such a games. swagger and confidence it's, right it's now. It's unreal. You really haven't like, seen since the 13-14 season. I know. It's just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I never would have – I would have laughed at you if you had told me that they were going to be this good two months ago and, <laughs> you know, be where yeah. they're at right now. But they're just – I mean, the way they're playing is right. it's as good as anybody in the yeah. country. That's the that's the truth. It's hard Plus, to believe, uh, but it's the truth. How about Beeline after that last game with the with the water gun? That was, oh, that was awesome. Nice. That's why I love this team. Just having fun, they're enjoying <laughs> yeah. every moment of it because they really almost they almost yeah, died. They could have exactly. easily died it's, if things went wrong in the situation. That's their whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, can't help but like not like fun. this team. Yeah, like, like, except you're an Ohio State or Michigan State fan. I think most of <laughs> the country is pulling yeah, Michigan exactly. right now. Exactly. No, yeah. They're really playing that underdog Cinderella role right now. Like I, I'd suggest if no one's ready after the player trivia, and I know you said you haven't seen it yet, but you might have today with what Wagner wrote. Yeah. I saw the I'm alive, still alive or something like that. I you didn't read it. Got to read it. It's, How it's, was it? I heard it was really good. It's a good read, and like the way that he describes it about he, like the, this entire run, he says they're just happy to be alive, and he's happy to be at Michigan. Like that's that's, awesome. that's kind of like how yeah, they're playing right awesome. now. But the way he writes throughout the whole thing for being from Germany and a guy with English article as a second like language. that, it's insane how good of a writer he is. Being one myself, I, I that truly was yeah. like amazing. So right, right, bless up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was pretty impressive to yeah. see an athlete write like that. But. And he was especially great last game. Yeah, when really, oh, yeah. no one had yeah, an answer. Yeah. He totally dominated. He just gave that, that guy the ball, and he didn't answer. And why no Louisville didn't him. double team him? You know, yeah. Rick Pitino. Beeline was playing a chess match. You know that that whole game was back and forth. You know, different. Uh-huh. Movies, just a coaching. If if you like coaching, that game was just back and forth the entire oh, time. Yeah. And Beeline won the battle. I mean, at the end of the day, he just he, he out he out coached him in the second half, and that's that's why Michigan. Went, How do you not put two guys on Wagner when he's it was stupid. I mean, seriously. Yeah, they should It's three, yeah, so sure. leave a guy wide open for three. Don't let Wagner beat you every time. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. guy is literally just torching them on that move <laughs> one-on-one. Like they, they had no answer, and they yeah. could have put someone else over there to try to stop it, and they just never did it the entire game. I mean, that, yeah. that Oregon's got to look at that in tape and say, that's what we have to do. We have to put two guys. I mean, I understand Wilson. I mean, it's the same time. How are you going to defend him then if you put two guys They're both on so him? versatile. Exactly. They're both, both so big. Yeah. Both so can dribble. Both can, I mean, that's. Shoot from three. They can both do it all. That's, that's Michigan, and Walton said it perfectly when he was, I, I saw a quote from him. He said that, you know, right now there really is no way to slow down our offense because we're all just playing so well. When one guy misses, when the one misses, you go to the two. When the two's missing, you go to the three. If three misses, we go back to the one. That's just, like, what it is right all now. Five guys all five guys. guys. Yeah, you don't really see that with many offenses. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the things this year with Michigan is they don't necessarily need somebody to show up every night to win. Like, they have so many different options. Like, you don't need, uh, for example, last game, you don't need Derek Walton to come out and score, you know, like some crazy, you know, 30 points and have just an amazing game, they still get it done. Like, there's other players yeah. on the team who can who they can go to when they need it. I think the team's greatest um, greatest tool is its ability to beat you in so many different ways. The Oklahoma State game. Oklahoma State shooting lights out. Okay, you want to do that? We'll beat you with our three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. Louisville's trying to – you're going to try and out-muscle us? Okay, we'll out-muscle you right back. They can beat you anyway. They only hit six threes against Louisville. People thought they'd have to hit twelve to even be in the game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they still won. So their ability to go big, go small, hit the big, hit the threes, 
put you uh, post up and beat you down low. They can do it anyway, and that's you never see that. There's been almost a different hero every game. I mean, you can go back to the Big Ten tournament and say the same thing. I mean, you got yep. Irvin who played a couple of big games on the stretch, making shots in those games. I can't tell you how many times Duncan Robinson has come off the bench and just hit a huge three that you know kind of goes under the rug that no one is really thinking about. He does it almost every time he gets in the game. He makes big shots down the stretch. Mm-hmm. That Wilson's been a hero. Walton has obviously been a hero through a lot of them. But they they have different players. That in the last game it was Wagner. I mean I can already tell you five people I named right there. And then Rockman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rockman's <laughs> had his games too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah well, I, what game was that in the tournament? I think it was it was it Oklahoma State or was it in the Big Ten tournament? He had a really good game. He scored a um, lot of points. Yeah. An Oklahoma State. First Oklahoma, first half Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. First he, Oklahoma he held them in the game. He yeah. Did. With the way he it's was always playing. a different guy. It's. It's it's just where Michigan's at that's, right now. The confidence in each other, it's it's on a different level. That's right. All right, guys, give me a score prediction for tonight. I want to know. Score prediction. You, I'll let you go first, Andy. Honest to God, I think I think Michigan is up by a good amount by the end of the game tonight, and they just kind of end up pulling away at free throws. I think Michigan wins by 10. I think it's around uh, a 79 to 69 type final. That's that's about where I'm at tonight. Yeah, yeah I, I have confidence some, in Michigan tonight. Yeah, I think I think the same. I think Michigan's going to win probably something like like 81 to 72 something like that you know about about a 10 point about a 10 point difference but uh you know we'll see what happens you know about an, about an hour from tip so we'll see yeah <laughs> guys i'm liking where your head's at <laughs> i am going michigan 85 oregon 75 i think Wagner's gonna have a big night Wallen's gonna have a big night Irvin will, Irvin's gonna lock down Brooks, and then Wilson is gonna absolutely go off. Michigan, Michigan by ten, and we're going to the Elite Eight. <laughs> this guy is absolutely loving the thirty for thirty. How about it? <laughs> and that's and that's and that's it for that. No, but so uh, we all got Michigan winning. Oh yeah, for sure. I think yeah, tonight. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know about the Elite Eight. I don't know about moving past. I, I if Michigan matched up Purdue again, they beat them both times they played them this year. But it's a new game. It's so hard I mean, to beat a good team both, three times. Yeah, mm-hmm. both both games have been close. Both times they played them. If it's Kansas, then they it's got another the, they, they really got the size range. advantage they over do. Kansas. They do. Kansas, oh, Kansas, have a big man. Kansas is short. But Kansas shooting yeah. is unreal. Yeah, with the, oh Josh Jackson man, the way oh. he, if we, yeah if we're oh. gonna start talking about Michigan State, you, you want to talk about the <laughs> ultimate you know L and the season to lose the way that Josh, Josh Jackson Jackson's. destroyed yeah. them at the end of that game. Yeah, it was a guy who was supposed to be a Spartan. I burned him in the last second. Yeah, Miles Bridges was probably like, bro, I should have went somewhere. Yeah, like let's be real. I mean. I mean, he Should was the leader. He was the leader on this team, and Bridges did a lot of good things at Michigan State. But man, I mean, just I, what a what a down year. I mean, yeah. let's be real. What a down year. Does Bridges go pro? Is he going pro? I think Miles he's down Bridges? if he does it. I, I think uh, he's yeah. got a lot of guaranteed money in front of his face. Yeah, right I think I think he does. Oh, there's still but a lot of holes in his game, though. Oh, there is. So what if he comes yeah, back? Holes in like, back if I'm talking from a player standpoint, hell no. He's not ready to go to the yeah. NBA. Not at all. He's got. I mean, people can mold him and probably still make him into a good player. I'm not I'm not kidding. I was saying it to my friends when we were watching the game the other day when we watched the Michigan State game. On a college basketball platform, he looks like a LeBron James on the floor. Like, just yeah. the way – like, how big he is. Yeah, he's so athletic. And, and the way he yeah, handles yeah. the ball and just – He's it, so athletic that when he – when, you know, after he gets drafted, when he goes into the league, like, they're just going to tune him up. And they're going to have him working on, you know, like, talent, like, shooting, passing, you know, stuff like that. But he's already just an athletic, you know – You can't teach specimen. that. And, and that's something – yeah, exactly. Like – you can train all you want, but when I, I mean, saw him live, like some of the, the some of the shots he hits and like the like the alley oop he got, and one yeah. one he shot like it was like from behind the glass and he put it yeah. in. That was unreal. I think the most impressive one in that Kansas game was when he got blocked mm-hmm. and he still kept his composure in the air and then put the shot in. That yeah, that yeah. to me was pretty. He's insane. definitely that's, yeah. that's just freakish talent. Like, he's you know? he's framed to being you know like the prototypical 
guy that you want on your team to make into a superstar. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bridges, I think like, if he goes pro, will still turn into something decent. But yeah. I definitely think another year under Izzo. Izzo said it. I mean, he's a very honest guy. He said right after the game, like, I might have to be the guy that convinces him to go pro. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to look at what is his best option. That's what I'm going to tell him. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. that that's the kind of guy Izzo is. I think he understands he wants to do his best for his players. Regardless, if you're asking me right now, Michigan State next year is going to be a damn good team. Oh, they, they have definitely a lot will. of people yeah, coming. Even back. if he doesn't come back, yeah, they'll yeah. still be really good. But they, if he does come back, a lot oof, of players, a watch lot out, of players come watch back. out. Oh, oh if, if they, Bridges comes back, I'm, I'm taking Michigan State to win the Big Ten preseason. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, 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 that's my no, they see. Do State fans, we can be guys. pro Sparty too. We can be non-biased and no, yeah, give just, you guys your credit. They're going to be a good team next year, but they were too young this year. Yeah, that was kind of the story. like there's other teams that'll compete with them, but you got Wisconsin who's going to lose a lot of guys. They're not going to be there as much next year. Caleb Swanigan's gone from Purdue, and they're not going to be as good next year. I think Michigan will be another force next year with Wilson and Wagner both coming back. Still having Rockman, Robinson, the guy from Kentucky. You never can remember the man's name. But Charles he's a, Matthews. He's on their Charles bench, Matthews. yeah. And the, they got the a new class coming in. And Xavier Simpson could be Michigan a will be a really good team next year mm-hmm. as well. Without yeah. question, I don't. I'm I don't think Wagner. I don't think Wagner does go pro. So I think no, he goes no, back. he'll no matter how much talk come back at least for another so year. I think they still have those guys for the year. in Michigan is still going to be a force. But if if Bridges comes back to state. If those guys can actually gel and play as a team, because it seems like they don't play as well as a team, like in a rhythm right now, like it's kind of like, you know, I don't know if I could really expect them to be a winner just because of what I saw on the floor from the basically the same team this year. But I guess just taking Izzo's track record, I would expect him to turn this team into something better in the in the in the yeah. Future. Plus an off season with all those freshmen, like yeah, exactly. Full, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean Michigan State's got to be better than a twenty and fifteen team next season. Yeah, but for sure. I unreal. Totally I, like this year, just how bad they were. I've I've never seen a worse season since I've been paying attention to Michigan State basketball. Mm-hmm. I've never seen them be this bad. Like they they were not a good team this year. Yeah, that's that's how I kind of look at it. I, I agree. I just don't think they were a good team. That's it. Just it is. It has to has to do with the other uh, youth. Yeah, I know. Tom exactly. never always has a couple seniors he can rely on. This year he didn't. It was all freshmen. Yeah, and, and a lot of state fans. I mean, it's ridiculous to me. It's like I mean, I even got mad at a lot of Michigan fans this year for the whole John Beeline comments. But when it comes to um, Izzo, you see so many comments of like fans from state saying like, "Oh, it's the same excuse every time they lose." Whatever. I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like you're gonna dog this guy for finally not having a good year?" I mean, I know he's probably had some other ones that were kind of lower like this in his like career, but yeah, the guys never like when does he miss the NCAA tournament? What's the record? Yeah. I mean, I mean, not that I think they should have made it this year because they probably shouldn't have. I think that. Kind of showed against Kansas, mm-hmm. and I know they blew up Miami, but Miami wasn't a very good team either. I picked them to win that game. I expect them to win that game. But how about the Big Ten in general, really? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. What's up with that? Purdue. Everybody was oh, calling yeah. them the to be it's the worst bad. conference. The ACC is amazing. Yeah. Wisconsin one comes team. out and beats yep. Villanova. One team in the Sweet 16. Oh. The Big Ten is three. I'm telling yeah. you, it's just, and it's I, nuts. and I, I, I'm not like going to take a lot of credit for it because I still, I still call the Big Ten a mediocre uh, conference a lot, but. The entire season, I was saying, like, what if these teams were just beating up on each other? Yeah. And that's the yeah. reason that, you know, that, like, maybe they are that good if we're comparing them to other talent outside the country or in the, around the country. Inside the conference, though, these teams are all very even. So that's why they beat up on each other the way they did. I mean, an eight seed won the tournament. So you're, yeah, I mean, right, you're saying, right. not, not that, like, I, I would say at this point, I think everybody understands Michigan is not actually an eight seed. They just had a bad start to the season. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. they did develop. And that's, that's sometimes what happens in college. Oh, yeah, exactly. Not like NBA guys are I mean, just ready to go. Michigan was 14 yeah. and 9 and 4 and 6, and they lost to Ohio State at home, which is a game that. When you look at the team now, they shouldn't have lost. You know, oh, back if then. they play right now, Michigan beat them by four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what Michigan. I'm saying. Yeah, they're lost rolling to Rutgers right now. to lose at the end of season. It's they two different teams. NIT. Two yeah. different teams. Yeah, two yeah. completely different teams. But hey, exactly. that's all that matters is if you're playing your best basketball at the end of the season. Beeline consistently has Michigan playing its best at the end of the season. 
The guy is great in making second half adjustments. He's outstanding when it comes to player development. I mean, you can't say enough about the job the guy has done. No, and that, that, time and time again, he comes through when it seems like when all adversity is against his team. That was my first tweet right after they won this game. I was like, people just need to like literally learn that this guy is one of the best coaches in the country. I mean, what he has done with a team with Izzo in the same state, it's, just, it's phenomenal. I mean, three of the last five years, Sweet 16, he's made a championship run, a lead eight run. I mean, mm-hmm. what he's able how many to do, years in the tournament? It's crazy, man, it's, to yeah. me at least. What he's just, able to do, like plus like, Every team that he has that, you know, he's made runs with has been totally different. So his yeah. his ability to be, you know, a kind of coach that can change up and doesn't run the same stuff, you know, every single year. Yeah, great you point. Know, he's, he's a very dynamic guy, and uh, it definitely shows that every single year how he's able to get it done with such different groups. Right. He doesn't just make players adapt to his style. He's like, okay, I can change my system yeah. up based on your talents. Like, he changes to his players, which yeah. sometimes works, sometimes doesn't work, but he yeah. makes it work, you know? Yeah, so. he always, he, he'll keep he'll keep experimenting throughout the season to make sure exactly. they have the best system and formula at the end of and it. And, I mean, outside of Mitch McGarry, until this right now, he hasn't had big guys to be able to make the runs that he's doing. He's done mm. it with a shorter team every year, which, I mean, what other team can you go around in college basketball and just say does it with, you know, playing a basically a, a two or three guard at the four for most yeah. like for most of their seasons that they've made these runs, not a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what's really impressive to me is the way he's able to take his talent and win with it. Because I can't tell you how many times I've watched Michigan basketball and I sit there and just like cannot believe how bad they are at rebounding. With yeah. like every game they get out rebounded by twenty and they still find ways to beat these good teams. It's it, it's mm-hmm. it's a coaching art right there. To be yeah, fair, before it, the Oklahoma State Louisville games, they were actually rebounding well, they were really this well year. in the Big Ten. I said, this year is different. Yeah, yeah. In the Big Ten tournament, okay, I must have missed that part. In the Big yeah. Ten tournament, they were rebounding very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Pretty sure they outrebounded. Yeah. They, they outrebounded they, Purdue. They, DJ Wilson in the Purdue didn't do anything in the locker room. He said, "I mm-hmm. want Caleb Swan again," and he absolutely destroyed him in that game in the second half. DJ Wilson oh, was the yeah. better player, yeah. and that and that I mean, Michigan outrebounded that whole time. But this year they're different. They haven't been so far this tournament, which is weird. But this year they have the size and two yeah. guys that are confident playing underneath. And plus Walton, exactly. guy's a great rebounding point oh, yeah. guard. He adds a lot to that rebound. Oh, he adds like six. Re- he's had like six rebounds a game. Yeah, that's that's. Like, I've that's never seen. Seen in the pros, I've never seen a point guard that gets up like him. And yeah, consistently fights for those boards. He's he a bulldog. He is. That's the, he's just he's just a gamer. That's what he's he done is. This whole time yeah, he's, been there. yeah. he's had injuries. Exactly. He's had to fight, but he's finally like just excelling right now. So Michigan's had this philosophy throughout the tournaments. You actually wrote an article for Big House Report about this. Yeah. The whole "Why not us" thing mm-hmm. is awesome. Seriously, <laughs> why why not this team? No, I that that's that's what I was trying to say to people is why not? I mean, why not the team that eight out of the last twelve they've beaten tournament teams? Eight, they've got twelve wins in their last fourteen games. Two losses came overtime to Minnesota and on a crazy shot against Northwestern. Crazy eight, like, hail mary! Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like insane, <laughs> insane. Their their twelve wins, eight of them are against NCAA tournament teams. Why can't Michigan do it? Why can't they? Why aren't they the team that can make the run and go all the way? I mean, if mm-hmm. you can actually give me a legitimate answer to that, then fine. But Michigan actually does look like one of the best teams in the country right now. It's it's crazy. I mean, the end of the season finally ranked at twenty three. But man, if this team would have came out the gate like this, I can't imagine like what yeah. their record would be that right now and where they would be at and yeah. the seating and everything else. But I think it's better this way because I think Michigan took it. I think Michigan took it upon themselves to be as good as they are right now. It's more of a mental thing with this team right now. They believe in themselves. They believe in each other. So it's like, yeah. I mean, really, why not? Why not Michigan? Why can't they the be only, the team? Yeah, the only far? thing that would really come in the way is if 
if they do, you know, somehow <clears throat> run out of gas. Like oh, we yeah, for sure. Last time. That's the only thing holding them back is, you know, this this beautiful run that they're on. You know, if that's ever going to run out, that, that, I, that, that would be that would be the only thing that's going to be one thing if, if it happens. I, you know? I said it to you guys in the last podcast, I believe. If Michigan, it, you know, two months ago, if they would have squeaked into the tournament and lost in the round of 64, I'd have been completely satisfied because that's where the team was yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. And okay, now we'll make the where they're now. at right now, like – yeah, if they lost tonight, I I'm not gonna be upset with it. You can't be at this point. I mean, yeah. this team has like done so much more than you would have expected. I'll right. take a Big Ten championship and a Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, you know, right. any day it's of the week. Definitely where they're at right now. I'm not saying they're gonna lose tonight. I do think they're gonna win tonight. Yeah, but it's a great I'm thing. saying they can still. There's still so much more they're gonna. Yeah, I know they it's, still can do more. It's I gonna mean, take an amazing effort to beat this team right now. Yeah, like one team has to be completely on its game if you're gonna not Michigan out because even the two losses, it took Northwestern to be play outstanding. Yeah, and even that was on the road. Michigan, mm-hmm. no, no one's no one's really talking about this. They have not lost a neutral game this entire season. No, I know. They're like 8-0. Mm-hmm. Destroyed SMU, destroyed Marquette, yeah. ran through the Big Ten tourney, and now look what they're doing. Because that was the story of the season. They couldn't play on the road. Their biggest win was against like Indiana, and then they beat Rutgers and whoever else in the road. Right. They didn't have big – that's why the Northwestern loss kind of stung at the time because no one knew Michigan was going to go on a run and win the Big Ten tournament. So everybody back then was like, well, we just lost to Northwestern. We're still not for sure, and yet we still got to win a game in the Big Ten tournament. It's la- it is laughable now. It's laughable yeah. to think back at that game. I remember talking about it on our podcast. I thought they had to win that game to for sure get in, and if they lost it, they had to win a game in the Big Ten tournament to get in the tournament, and now look where they're at. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable, yeah, man. It, it is, that's it why is. the run right now, Mr. Andrew Serma, if Michigan <laughs> were if Michigan were to make a deeper run, if they if they did something crazy and went to the like national championship game or went to the final four even, it's almost it's almost worthy of something like a, a thirty for thirty. I mean, in all seriousness. Oh my god. <laughs> not comes. again. Here he I comes that with that. I mean, just just insane. It's not it's not even for the plane itself. I mean, yes, that's obviously a big add to it. But you're talking about a team that was sitting at 14, 9, 4, and 6. If they if they, I'm saying if they went and won the whole dang thing, that's crazy, man. That's yeah. crazy. Okay, that's take insane. out take out the plane, you know, yeah. like what you just, just said. If they, if they win it all, yeah, that's worthy. <laughs> it's and insane. then you add in all this like and, and that's that the inspiration. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what that's what like brought the, the team even more together. Yeah. And you could even go back as far it's when the Illinois player made the comments about calling him white collar. That's what turned. That's what turned that's it what around. I'm saying. You, but then you the can make crash, something out of this. And that's that when they the season really hot. But then after the plane crash thing, that's when they took it to a whole no, whole new level. People would watch. That's it. when that's they all took all I'm flight. Trying to say. <laughs> Filmmakers crash, out there. They yeah. took flight after the plane crash. Yeah, it's you it's, could crash a plane, but you couldn't crash their dreams. There's so many little like you know dumb slogans you can use. That that's what it is with this Michigan team. I mean, that's that's where they're at right now. Anybody needs any ideas? Colin Logson. Oh, I've I have a whole book full of them. But guys, okay, so we all have them winning tonight, but the next, the next game is either going to be Purdue or most likely Kansas, which is what most people are thinking. Yeah. yeah. Do they win that one and go to the Final Four? No. We'll, gonna be, we, won't, we won't be back until after that. I'd say no. That's where they lose. I think I think Michigan's run ends there, as much as I hate, like, hate to admit it, because I love this team. I love watching this team. I love watching them play. I don't want it to end, but I think Kansas would just be too much. I, I think Michigan's going to have some point where their shooting isn't going to quite be there for them, and a team that does shoot better than them consistently will beat them. Not that there is teams doing that right now. That's why it's hard to say that. But one of these nights, the threes aren't going to keep falling like they are. I mean, it's, it's, they didn't fall I, against Louisville. I, I well, I know, and they were better in that game with guys underneath. <laughs> but just I think I think Kansas is a team that if Michigan got off to a slow start, which they have in some of these games throughout the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament. I think Kansas is a team that could jump all over him and get too big of a lead to come back. Now, if I told Trey Burke that, he'd probably have a pretty big argument with me. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm, not to say that Michigan could come back they fell behind by a lot, but I think Kansas is just as too 
too good of a team for Michigan to beat. Yeah. That's that's why I think. I, I, like, I kind of agree with you. I mean, Kansas is so talented, and, you know, Michigan, their run might stop. You know, tonight, when, yeah, <laughs> they, like it, like the game still hasn't happened. You know, yeah. it could, it could stop tonight. Maybe Oregon puts up a fight and they have to go, you know, into OT or something. So, yeah. so who knows what happens? And plus, who knows what's going to happen in the Kansas Purdue game? But I think, yeah, that too, for <laughs> sure. I think for sure Kansas is going to come out of that game. But you know, who knows? It's March, right? Yeah. But if right. if they end up playing Kansas, I mean. They're just so talented, and it's gonna be. It's just. Gonna it's be March crazy. Madness, man. It's hard to predict. You yeah. can't really. I mean, the way this year, yeah, went, like we're just looking at each other. You know, like yeah, going, like, uh, like what are you gonna know, say? Because if Michigan plays Purdue, I'd probably take Michigan for a third time. To be completely honest, mm-hmm. I don't think Purdue's that good of a team. I'm surprised they have made it as far as they did right now. I picked. I picked them two in my bracket because I didn't think these teams could actually beat them, but. I got Iowa State beating them, which she almost came back and did. Yeah, I mean, the way right. that they're – yeah, for some reason I picked against them in that game. Don't ask me why. That wasn't my uh, prior knowledge. That was just – but also Iowa State choke fast in the tournament, like every oh, year. Man. They're always yeah, a team really that – always a team that loses in the round of 32 or Sweet 16, like every year. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed true. to be so much better. They always do good in their conference. But yeah. that's besides the point. If Purdue wins, I got Michigan. I think by a slim margin. I think they do pull away and win that game. They'll go to the Final Four. That would complete the story. If they have to take on Kansas, I think it's the revenge game. Everybody's kind of, kind of would probably be like, oh, you know, can Michigan do it again? I don't think it would happen. I think, I think Kansas would not come out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ellen, you have the same thing. Yeah, I think the same. I think Kansas would. You know, if, if it's Kansas, Michigan, I just think Kansas is just too good. What about Purdue? Purdue? Uh, I, Could Michigan beat them a third time? Yeah, I think so because simply, simply because they have beat them twice. You know, maybe Purdue. Will come to the game, kind of you know, not expecting much, or they could use that as motivation. But I think I think they they'd get it done against Purdue. After seeing how DJ Wilson deed down Caleb Swanigan and how how many yeah. how many more players Michigan has is more versatile right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just based off how yeah. they're playing right now, like I keep saying, they could shut down in any moment. They might not hit all these shots or play that mm-hmm. well again. But if they play like that against Purdue, it's I mean, it's not going to be a challenge for me. I think yeah. I think Michigan beats Purdue by a lot. But you. I think they are going to face Kansas. I think for sure. I think they would be Purdue if they played them again. Yeah. Kansas. Gosh, that is really tough, especially with the way they're <laughs> playing right now. I think it is going to be Kansas, and I think the run is going to continue. They will oh knock God. off mighty Kansas, and they are going to the final four. That's all I got to say. Michigan's going to find a way to do it. Derek Wallen's going to carry them there. You guys watch. You're laughing now. Just wait till next Thursday. You you're like, holy crap, Michigan is in the final freaking four. It, hey, I'm not saying Michigan could beat Kansas. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me one bit if you were right, honestly. Because the way this team plays. Kansas has no bigs. Yeah. They will get destroyed down low, and Michigan can shoot just as well as them if they are if they're on. And, and that, I think Michigan takes could, them. Could very well happen. I, keep, I think it's going to happen. I keep saying it. I keep saying, hey, and the other Why thing, not us? The other thing is, oh, the other thing is Michigan State, that Michigan <laughs> State is not as good of a team as Michigan, and they hung with them for most of that game. Mm-hmm. That 20-point defeat is not what it actually was. Michigan State was in that game within 10 points almost the entire way. So, <laughs> yeah, Michigan could win the game, no doubt. I don't think they do, but I think that they could win the game, and it wouldn't shock me if they went to the Final Four because, seriously, at this point, I've said it like this entire season towards the end. I keep saying, I keep saying they're eventually going to lose this point. I say, I hope you prove me wrong, but I don't think they will. But they have. So, mm-hmm. you know what? I mean, just let them run if they're going to keep running. Tonight is a huge game. Yep. And then if they make, if they win that one, Saturday will be even even even, even bigger one. And then we talk about it next Thursday. So uh, I'm excited for that. We're going to go to commercial break real quick. When we get back, we'll uh, give you our stud and dud picks.
No one likes to be known as a one-trick pony, and neither do we. That's why we like to say we know how to save you money on things like ink cartridges, computer repairs, software installation, and virus and malware removal. Still not impressed? If you can't make it to our store, we even offer delivery for our ink cartridges. Because at O-Ink, we cut the fat off of ink prices and much more. Hey guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus. And we are back here on the Unsportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. Got Andy Dillon on my left and right. Guys, we talked about the NCAA basketball tournament where Michigan's at. Now we're going to wrap up the show with our weekly stud and duds. Dylan, who's your stud? My stud, my stud is uh, Bob Quinn for making the moves for the Lions in the in the uh, in the in free agency and in, in the offseason. They got a pretty solid old line looking for next year, so that's I, that's one of the good things. They had a little bit of depth at linebacker, but there's still more work to be done. Wagner and sure, Lang, right. I think great moves, oh, and he I, got yeah. him for great money too. Like yeah. you can't ask yeah. for any. The better. Lions are doing a good job right now in free agency, but I mean, when it comes to draft picks, I still think they need a linebacker. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they need more than anything else. Yeah, that right. or a cornerback. Right, and then who's your stud? Oh, my stud yeah. for this week. I'm I'm going with the uh, the Gamecocks, South Carolina. Ooh, oh, even, even though uh, you know Jadavian Clowney broke my heart a couple of years ago in football, with that <laughs> nice helmet, <laughs> helmet contact. Um, other than that, I, I I picked them this week for my stud just because I mean first time I ever Sweet Sixteen. It's March Madness. Who else am I gonna go with? They beat Duke, who's a historic program in basketball. Great win for them. Awesome to see. Busted my bracket. So yep. I mean, you guys uh, kind of took oh, that man. away from me right there. That immediately, <laughs> I Duke in my championship. But good for proving me wrong because you guys deserve that. Sandarius um, Thornwell. Just the best name like in sports. Serious. That dude's, oh, un- yeah. that dude's unreal. Yeah. Now, why does Frank Martin, the coach, why does he remind me of the dude from um, Bar Rescue? Every time I see oh, him, he serious? yells. I'm like, <laughs> the dude from, I'm like, he's the guy from Bar Rescue. He's yelling all the yes. time. That's funny, man. <laughs> I didn't ever even thought yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was wondering for the longest time who reminded me. I was like, oh, my God, he's the guy from Bar Rescue. You always see those kind of people <laughs> yeah. that, you know, yeah. just like remind you of something in life. That's yeah, that was a works. huge upset. We'll, t- we'll take Duke losing even though it busted our bracket. Yeah, it's still dude, worth it's, it. I destroyed Duke mine. I had them in my championship. Oh, yeah. that was it. Nobody likes Duke. I really I thought. I Duke like, win at all. That's so actually, I, that's so actually my dud. It's Duke for choking in the round of 32. Well, there we go. We're going all the way. Going right now. Yeah, so that's that's just – I'm sad that they lost just because of my bracket. Yeah. But other than Andy, that, who's your dud? Might as well just finish you guys out. I got Seth Davis. And, yes, he came back and gave Michigan credit. But in the first half of that game, he said, Louisville has a gear that Michigan just doesn't have. Like, uh, how dumb uh, do you look for that now? Like, how can you how can you say that as a professional in the first half of a game, of a basketball game, of a team that has came back – Time and time and time. Yeah. I mean, you can just keep counting it. Dumb. That's why you stupid. always wait till the end of the game. Yeah, you Don't can't. Look stupid. You can't tweet that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, it, it would be more understandable if it would have been the last like couple of seconds and Louisville was winning by like five or something, and then he would have tweeted it. Said, "Okay, uh, well then, fine. If Michigan came back, it'd be more understandable." Not in the first half, man. Not in the first half, and the team's down by eight. It's an eight-point game. Have you ever watched basketball before? I have, and exactly. I know an eight-point game is not much. So. <laughs> That's but in fairness, he did tweet later say, so, "Okay, he did. I was he did. wrong." So at he, least he owned up to it. I'm like, he, some 
sports people out yeah, there. Yeah, he, he basically took it, and, it, and he didn't delete his tweet. Give him credit for that, too. Because yeah. a lot of people just, you know, immediately delete it and try to act like it never happened. That's a good Yeah, good we, better, uh, we better take notes. No hot takes <laughs> in the first half, huh? Yeah, right. exactly. All right, so my stud for this week, Mo Wagner. Hey, the just uh, the German. Has the been, Tiger Tank, was folks. unbelievable in that game. He was really the one Michigan guy who, has, who hadn't gone off yet, even starting the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> he was kind of the guy who was always getting into foul trouble and wasn't doing much. It was always Wilson, Irvin, and um, Walton that were carrying the team. But when none of those guys could do it, Wagner stepped up, had the best game of his career. Thumbs up to that guy. He saved the season. For sure. What a, what a special talent. Can't wait to is. see him be a great pro someday. Just yes. cannot wait. Yes. Absolutely yeah. cannot wait. D- Dylan, you're kind of actually, I'm going to make you my first dud. I'm adding you <laughs> as my dud. Because on Monday, he oh, told please. Andy and I that n- neither Wagner or Wilson will, or any no, I, 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 any kind of NBA love or any or any mock drafts. When, quote. When, when Andy came in later <laughs> and showed that Chad Ford has Wagner as his 20th overall prospect, but yet quote. Dylan says he will not be a first round or even a second round pick if he went out this year. I this said, joke. <laughs> quote, I said, quote, Michigan does not have any NBA talent. And you're wrong. End end quote. You're wrong because obviously they do. Which isn't true. Oh, if they, I do. Just, they do have NBA Chad talent. Chad Ford knows a lot more about um, NBA talent than you do. He's backing <laughs> up. He's out. Okay, hey, sit, sit down. We're not done yet. My, okay, so besides Dylan being the obvious dud for that, and we're going to keep hounding him about that. Um, yeah, yeah. My other dud was the, uh, the wrestling <laughs> tournament so far. They've costed a lot of teams games. They screwed Northwestern with the obvious goaltending oh, yeah. against Gonzaga. That was terrible. They were they were they had some bad ones in the South Carolina Duke one. That kid's they were really still crying. Yeah, that little, <laughs> little kid. Yeah, <laughs> they were bad in the Arkansas North Carolina game. They were horrible in the first half of the Michigan Louisville game. Yeah, even the second half in parts. Oh my gosh, those steals! Like those are the most clean steals I've ever seen in basketball. I think, dude, yeah. it was all yes, ball. yes. I don't know how you call those. That was you terrible. Gotta be blind. That was really bad. So it's like NCA. <laughs> Don't screw these kids over for Tim Hardaway so Jr.'s for. tweet was just like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, LOL. yeah. <laughs> NCA needs to fix this. These kids, this is their one shot in their entire lives. Do not mess it up for them. Yeah. Refs should not determine the outcome. you got to make the right calls, get these guys in the right position, get the right officials. For sure. All right, guys, we're going to leave it on that note. Um, go blue tonight, and we'll uh, we'll talk we'll talk at you next week. Yeah, on Sportsman Lake Combat. That'll do it. Check ink. We all know that annoying sign. Don't break the bank buying ink. Save more on your printer today, because at O-Ink, we cut the fat off of ink prices.